Hey guys, welcome back to the Let's Just Be Honest podcast with Kendra and Ariana. <laughs> we are back. What? Excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know that's not what you want to hear. Oh Lord. I, um, I've been really sick this week, you that guys. That asthma girl. Oh my gosh. That asthma. It's been bad. But, um, um, hello. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? <laughs> um, normally we start off with um, highs and lows. But if we're being completely honest, I feel like this week has just been all lows for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just what we're going to dive into. Um, I'm going to pass it over to you, girl. Oh, because gosh. if I start, I, I I will not finish. <laughs> Man, I don't even know where to start. This week has been so bad. It's funny. Like, I came in here and you're like, how was your day? And I don't know why. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> we didn't do much. Like, why am I trying to lie? Yeah. It's not good. I cried a lot today. I most of the day I didn't even like say a word. I was wow. just in a funk like from the moment I woke up. Um, but this whole week has been like that. I've just been like feeling myself back in this depressive cycle, and I just feel very disconnected with myself. Um, I, I think that has a lot to do with like I've been going through those body image issues, and then <clears throat> excuse me. I've been really sick with my asthma, and my energy's been really low. I combed out my locks on a whim, Woo-hoo. and I'm like, f- feel like I'm really regretting that. It's just like a lot of things piled on top of each other, um, to where I just I feel like shit, and I just feel like just completely disconnected to myself. Um, and I haven't felt like this in a long time, and been in this headspace in a really long time. Um, I have no motivation to work on myself. I have no motivation to work on my career, to create anything for myself or for content. I just, like, I wanted to just crawl in bed today and not leave. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's been really hard. I, I just feel like it must have, it must have just come from after my miscarriage. Like, that's all I can think of. Yeah. Like, is all of this is happening? Because before that, I was doing fine. Um but after that I just feel so unlike myself and I thought I kind of thought that like combing out my locks would make me feel more like an older version of myself or like make me I don't know feel pretty or like something I don't know what I don't know because I have like I'm sorry I should not say that that's mean of me no it's like that's how you feel yeah it looking on the outside I can understand like why you would say that but um I just I don't my self-esteem is very low it's very low right now. It's like wow. lower than it's been in a very long time. That's so time. sad for me to hear you say that because you're <clears> such like a beautiful like like woman, not being gay or anything. <laughs> but like you're you're such like a beautiful woman, and you have like this amazing man and this amazing family. But at the same time, like there are things within that even if everyone tells you you're beautiful at the end of the day when you look in the mirror, sometimes you're just not happy with yourself mm-hmm. or the way you feel inside or the way you look outside. So I yeah. understand that. What is you said the miscarriage. Do you mm-hmm. think that is the source of where all this started? It must be. Or, like, do you think that maybe you felt like this, but then you got pregnant and it kind of, like, you got into, like, you know, like, happier, like, you know? I don't know, of- because I felt really good. Like, I yeah. was I was great. I was loving everything. Um, I got pregnant. That was amazing, because we had obviously been trying, like, for a few months. Um, I loved my locks. I was, like, so happy with my lock journey. I, Because I always envisioned myself, like, by the time I was 30, I've always had this vision. By mm-hmm. the time I was 30, I was going to have two little kids and really long locks. Aww, I don't know why. I just always so had that cute. vision. Yeah. Oh, I feel like you're going to cry right now. No, don't cry. Um, cry. Well, cry it I, out. I feel like I set myself back. Why? Because because you took out your locks? <laughs> Is that, like, so stupid or what? No. <laughs> what, why are you going to make me cry? No. Um... If you felt like at some point in time, even if it was for a quick second, let me take out my locks, like maybe this will make me like feel better. And even if it didn't make you feel better, so what? That's a lesson that you learned. Yeah, that's and true. what? That was like your third set of locks. You could yeah. do it again. <laughs> like, um, but I mean, it hurts because like even me, like lately, 
I've been feeling like the same way and I'm like I've been saying I want to do something with my hair and I think it's because I've never done nothing with my hair before and I felt like I needed change and I'm like yeah. okay so maybe if I do something with my hair maybe I'll feel prettier maybe I won't have body image problems no more like as if that's gonna magically <laughs> whisk it away and but at the same time like I I know exactly what you're feeling because the other day I almost made an appointment to go get my hair done and drag Ethan with me for hours to go sit there and then I sat like I sat to myself and I was like when I come back home, I'm, I'm going to feel pretty, maybe for a couple hours, maybe for like a couple of days, I'm going to get compliments on it, but I'm going to lay down in bed and look in the mirror and still have the exact same problems. And it's like, it's two different perspectives. Like I was able to actually sit down and be like, I can't do it. But at the same time, not everyone is like that. Yeah. And if you felt in the moment like that is what you have to do, so what, you know? And yeah. you never know, maybe in a couple weeks you'll be like oh like i love my hair like this was what i needed to do you know like that's true you never know like that's just what you're feeling right now and things aren't going to magically change because you took out your locks so let some time pass and maybe you'll look in the mirror one day and be like i love my hair and i'm glad that i did this you yeah. know but i don't know i think i just have like so much tied into like my hair like my hair holds so much of my identity it can't be honest yeah i i think i think the other day when we were hanging out for ice cream, I was like, oh my God, you took out your locks or whatever? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I just noticed because you had them in braids. Mm -hmm. And I didn't notice and I felt bad that like I didn't notice. But then I went home and I told her, so I was like, dang, I felt so bad that I told her, um, you know, like I can't, like I was, I wasn't giving you a hassle for it. I was like, well, why did you take them out, you know? And I felt bad. Like I didn't know if that made you feel bad or mm -hmm. I didn't because like, I know if I was like the same way for a long time and like someone wants to say something to me, I'll be like, what the hell? Like, I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, but the little bit, what the hell? But, like, like, how does that make you feel that? Because to me, I met you yeah. with locks. So yeah. to see you change, even though it's 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 not like you're ugly or it makes you ugly, like, you look gorgeous. But, like, how does that make you feel? Someone's like, oh, my God, you took them out. Or, like, the way that I did it. Or, like, right. what has well, that's been happening all been? week. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I work during the day. And so customers will come in and they're just, like, shocked. And so after I combed them all out, like, the next morning... Um, I went to work and I was like, I was really regretting it, but I was trying to like make myself feel good and like I wanted to show up and like look really nice and I straightened my hair so I could see it was like so long and I wanted it to like look When beautiful. did you straighten your hair? I, stra I straightened it for one day and then I got it wet because I hated <laughs> it. <laughs> so I went to work with my hair straight um, and I just didn't feel good. I was actually like really nervous to go to work because I was like, I felt really ashamed actually of like... I don't know what this is all about. I felt so ashamed of like having combed out my locks and I was afraid of what people were going to think. Of your hair? Yeah. Of your hair that's on your body? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy. But people, yeah, um, would, you know, make comments like, oh my gosh, and nothing rude, but like, oh wow, your hair's so like pretty, it's so long. Or, or people, a, a lot of my customers were like, oh wow, your, your dreads are gone, which by the way, I, I hate dreads okay but they'd say like oh yeah your locks are gone like you unlocked your hair and i just like i could barely your hair i yeah. never even thought about it in that yeah. way That's so, so i could i could barely like look at people in the eyes like i was i was embarrassed and like i just felt like so ashamed i just i hold so much identity in my hair and maybe it's like i don't know when i when i think about my self-love journey it started with my hair you did say that it started with my hair i did the big chop and then i that was the first time that i ever embraced my natural hair yeah. and i really had to learn to love myself um but just maybe it's also like i feel like this might also be a common theme for like i don't know women of color that they their hair just holds so much, much. like for them yeah you know people are always like not happy with how our hair looks we're always trying to change it to look like yeah. somebody else and so like we hold so much of that in our hair and oh lord i don't know i think a part of me also is just feeling like if i comb out my locks then it'll help me like love myself more i i had so many <laughs> i don't know what i was doing <laughs> i really don't know why yeah because I remember you were like, oh, for like, I'm just gonna do. I don't know if it was the top or the bottom first. Yeah, I was first. just gonna comb out the top. And yeah, have the bottom lock. And you were starting to do that, and even mm -hmm. then, I was like, no, I, I feel know. so bad now looking back. And I was like, no, don't do it. Like, I loved your locks. I think also because I've never like 
like seen locks away like you, like you mm-hmm. have done it and now like having followers like coming from you like following me and stuff i see it all the time and i'm like yeah where was this in florida like <laughs> y'all need to step up your 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 game like you know um but i just loved it so much that i got attached to you yeah so i'm sorry if i said even though i didn't mean to yeah, say yeah, it in yeah. a bad way i am so sorry because yeah. even without you saying anything i came back home that day and i literally told her i was like do you think that that was me and he was like no like you're her friend but I'm like, friends could still hurt your feelings without knowing, you yeah. know, so... And I didn't even take it in a mean way, like, I, I didn't even take it like that, but I, I've been taking everything so personally. Yeah. No, I mean, who are you, are you <laughs> preaching to the choir? I know. Um, so, is, is like, has that been a recurring issue this week? Was just you battling with your hair and, yeah. like, self-image and, like, like the miscarriage? Today, I was doing my hair, and I went... And I straightened half of my hair. <laughs> and then I was looking in the mirror and I was like, I hate this side and I hate this side. And then I just got my hair wet. <laughs> After all that work, it took me like half an hour to oh, straighten no. half of it. And I was like, fuck this. And I just got my hair wet. Yeah. And I just went and sat on the couch and I started crying. I was like, I just don't feel good. And I don't know how to feel good. Like, I'm just in that space. Like, and I also know how, I know what to do, right? Like, I know that I there's work to be done. I was just about to ask you that, yeah. And... But I don't have the motivation to do it. And that's fine. Yeah. That, <laughs> from, from a sister that's in the same boat, <laughs> that is fine. Um, I'm like, where do I start without crying? This week was, I feel like a lot of the times, especially me, I could see the same person, like for instance, like I could see you, let's say three times a week, right? You would never know that I'm not okay. And that's an issue that I like really have. Like I will hold everything in until I literally explode, which I did this week. Um, so Josue came back this past weekend and he was here for like a day or so. And I thought there was going to be such like a good thing that he was going to come back. Like we missed him. He's only been gone for a week, but he's going to come back. It's going to be great. Even though he's going to leave, I know Ethan's going to sh- throw like a little tantrum like afterwards, but everything's going to go back to normal. It did not. It literally went to crap. I have already been dealing with like, signs of like depression coming back in the last time i fully had like a depression scene attack whatever you want to call it was when i was going through postpartum depression with ethan and that lasted for months i think almost up to like ethan's first year of life until i actually got help for it um but he left and ethan decided also we're potty training i think i mentioned it last week ethan decided to start peeing everywhere and I lost my crap. Like I like the first day I was like, okay, like maybe it's just because his dad left. Okay, like let me suck it in, let me shut up, let me just wipe the pee off the floor, keep going through all of these like undies, whatever. Um the second day, he did it again. And then by then, like it was like I was already starting to feel like I was like looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh, like I'm like I'm not feeling too good, like uh, like up uh, like about myself, but like let me focus on Ethan, so you know. I was like, okay, no more TV. Like, we're going to go all the way with, like, playing outdoors, doing this, like, doing what I can for him. I'm thinking that if I give him all my attention, that he's not going to start to pee on the floor because I'll catch it. I'll take him to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. No, it was the total opposite. Now he's smarter and he's sneakier and he knows that he has to use the bathroom. So he'll pee on the floor and then run to the bathroom. And he just kept doing that all day, all day. He used to go from peeing on the toilet every single day to now only doing it once a day. and I started to lose my crap and then I would call Josue and it's like your partner is your partner and should be there to listen to you and sometimes just shut up and listen or sometimes to give you advice or whatever and they're like this these moments this week I literally just need him to shut up and listen Um, but it was bad because he's on the road and I feel like he wasn't giving me the attention that I needed and then I didn't feel like I had anyone that I could really talk to. So it was just me, like, by myself. Like, I literally was, like, everyone looks forward to putting their child to bed at night. I literally was dragging Ethan. Like, I'm like, okay, bath time. Like, okay, oh, oh, like, uh, like, let's go. Like, you know? And by the time I would put him down, I would literally slide down his door when I closed it. And literally would just cry. Like, I was just sit, like, just crying. Because, and then I start to wonder, okay, like, what is the cause of these issues? Because tomorrow is a new day. You're going to have to do this all over again. So, you, like, could you ma- magically fix this in the next couple of hours before you go to bed? And I would sit there and, and I would journal. Like, I don't even know what I was journaling. I was literally just writing. And then I started writing about high school stuff and just, like, writing. And everything just started 
coming up. You're fat. You're working out for nothing. Um, you need to start taking YouTube more seriously. So maybe you could get paid for it and you could bring your man home. Uh, so then he doesn't have to be depressed and he could focus on, you know, what he has to focus on. Uh, you're basically a single mother every other month. Your child is, went from potty training perfectly, almost done to now going all the way back to like negative step one. Um, you, you look fat, you look ugly. Your parents don't love you. You have no friends. You moved across the country. That was a big mistake. Everyone told you like all of these negative feelings just started coming into play. But yeah, I have to come and clean up this house, do my night routine to make me feel something, and then go to bed and do the same thing over again. Then Wednesday came, Ethan decides to pee all over the floor again, and instead of doing what I normally do when he does something that's like taking everything at me, it's like walking away, breathing, and letting him do whatever the hell he wants for me to come back as a better mother, I popped off. And I felt like the worst mother ever. Like I literally, he peed on the floor, and I vividly remember being like, what are you doing? And he just looked at me and ran to me and hugged my legs because he felt so bad. And it's like, I like, I literally was so mean. I just, like, I didn't drag him, but like, I grabbed him to the bathroom, pulled down his underwear. I was like, what are you doing? Like, pee on the toilet. Like, I was just crying. I was like, just pee on the toilet, pee on the toilet. And then he got up on the toilet and peed. And he was just like looking at me sad, like literally so sad like he knew what i was saying and it was like the feeling like hit him like oh my god like and i i was like i was yelling if i'm being completely i was yelling like i was like what are you doing like pee on the toilet can you please pee on the toilet like why are you not peeing on the toilet and he literally got on the toilet and peed and then right there i just broke down again like all over again and then he comes out and he's like putting on his underwear all by himself and he just sat on he just sat on the couch and it's like it's not bad because it happens to all of us and it's, and it's probably going to happen 20 more times before he gets out of my house again you know but it's sad that because i am not taking care of myself my child had to see me in like in that light and it's okay that he sees me in that light because afterwards i was able to come to him and be like mommy was mad and i am so sorry and he just like he likes so when he says sorry he like he'll touch your oh, face very so gently sweet. And he gave me a hug and, and we just had a moment. And I would like to say that that was the end, but it wasn't. Like the next day, the same thing happened again and I lost my cool again. And then when I came to say sorry to him this time, he shook his head no. Really? And you know how much that hurts. It's like no. Like to a kid, it's like a child can only see you do something so, so many times until they start to know what they're worth. What, what they should and should not deserve. And as Ethan gets older and the way that we are raising him is that, yes, you take apologies from people, but sometimes you have to know when something is, 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 is not right, when something is not acceptable no more. And, that, and he taught me that lesson the other day. And I remember I called Josue when I put him down for a nap. And even though I apologized to him and I gave him kisses and everything was fine after that, that will still stay in his memory, whether he will remember it or not like his body will always remember that feeling of his mother yelling at him because i wasn't yelling at the pee i wasn't yelling at anything i was yelling at him and he knew that i was yelling at him and i had to take accountability for it um but i spoke to us and he's like you need to take time for yourself you need to realize what you need i can't tell you what you need i i could give you all the advice that you're a perfect mother that you look beautiful that you're gorgeous but that doesn't mean anything unless you take it for yourself and he was like take a shower and go to sleep and wake up and if you have to turn on the tv again until he goes to bed do it at the end of the day you do what you need to do and then he was like and put the pull-ups on him don't put undies on him put the pull-ups on him and if you have to leave him playing or doing whatever leave him and, and just let him do his thing because the last thing i need is for his dad to come back and and like ethan only wanting to be with his dad or like feeling like oh like now he's safe because of his dad and that's what i did he woke up from his nap i put the pull-ups on him and we watched tv for the rest <laughs> until he went to bed did i feel crappy doing that yes but at the same time the next day i was a hundred times better yeah. because i didn't see him peeing on the floor like like it was fine like we had like a moment we were like cuddling on the couch we played at times it wasn't like we were just sitting on the couch being couch potatoes because kids can't sit there for hours but like you, mm-hmm. you know how it is but that was like my week and when i look back as to like what got me to feel that way it was just like a whole bunch of stuff and it's like throughout the past 
couple of weeks i was going through what you're i think you're going through now is like i was crying for a little bit and i was back up going down but in the back of my head there was like i was just feeling crappy in general and i was just going with life going with life until i finally popped and i popped on the wrong person um but yes saturday and sunday i've had time to like really like just like chill like we went and we got ice cream with the kids and like we hung out with you guys and then Sunday, like, we went to church and, like, everything was fine. And I told myself last night, I'm like, tomorrow you're going to wake up and it's going to be a new week. It's going to be a new day. And you determine how you feel about that. And I just, I don't ever want Ethan to see me in that light again. Um, because even though I know that his little brain can't remember what happened five days ago, I just know his body will. Like, I would never forget his pediatrician telling me when he was one years old, like, kids don't remember things, but they remember how they feel and their bodies remember it. And I just never want his body to ever feel like he's maybe not safe around his mom or anything like that, you know? I'm doing a lot better now. I'm not 100%. Like, I can't be like, oh, this is what I've learned and this is how I'm great. But I am a lot better than I was last yeah. week. And I'm glad for that. Yeah. Because it was hard. And it still is hard. Um, but yeah. God. <laughs> That's how my week was really low. Well, jeez. You, you have so, like, a tremendous amount of pressure on you that I feel like a lot of it you're also putting on yourself but you do so much like you truly do so much and you're doing it all on your own and I mean it makes sense that you are getting to this point right because how how much free time in a day do you have to like none. spend on yourself Literally none. yeah you don't like Josue's not here for you to just be like here to Ethan like I need to step away I need an hour I need I need 30 minutes like you don't have that yeah no I'm it's hard I mean I feel like the past like two months like I was like during nap time I was going and like I still am like I like try to do my Pilates at home and like I try to like take my shower and journal and I started to realize that's not enough for me like it's not enough like it's starting to feel like or like a routine and it's not feeling like self-care how it was in the beginning and I think that's an issue because like for me and I said it before a couple months ago washing my face and brushing my teeth was self-care for me and that had to stop and then I was like okay start taking care of your body like you want to look better you want to feel better for when you have like another child you want to be healthier whatever so I started doing Pilates I started like losing weight and I'm looking at all these progress pictures I'm like wow like I'm a bad bee like I look good but yeah, why am I looking in the mirror and still feeling like fat, like ugly, like, 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 it's just like, it's ugly the things that we think of ourselves and you don't realize it until you say it to someone and they look at you like, what the hell is wrong with you? Or even like, if you say it to someone that you genuinely love and they're like, you are amazing. Like Josue literally will like touch the parts of my body that I think are ugly, but like, you are amazing. Like you are loved, like you birthed a child, like you birthed two children, like you you are fine you yeah. know like you're beautiful it's just it's just been hard you know and yeah i think for moms in general or like even men in general we keep a lot of stuff in especially for me i keep a lot of stuff in and then when i explode i explode like that and it's been in the past too where i've exploded at Josue like that and the same stare that ethan gave me like what the heck is the same stare Josue has given me and it's because it comes out of nowhere because I don't speak about it. Mm -hmm. You don't tell nobody about it. You probably tell your man or whatever, but it's like, that's not doing anything about it. And when I felt this way before, I had to go to therapy. And here to say, I'm going back to therapy again because that's yeah. what's helped me in the past and I cannot let it happen again. Yeah. Cause it's bad. It yeah. goes down a really black down hole road, whatever you want to call it. No, I, I would love to go to therapy too. I'm the same way as you. I don't talk about things. I, I just literally, I clam up. Me and you, we saw each yeah. other this week and none of us said anything. Yeah, we didn't say anything. Like, why are we suffering like alone? Literally. We literally have this sisterhood and we're not even like using, using each other. Using it, yeah. It's so awful. Uh, Ryan was asking me, he asked me so many times today, like, are you okay? And I said, I'm fine, I'm fine. Like I, I know that's not true. Like just he tries to get me to talk and I just can't. I don't know what it is. I just I literally cannot talk about things. But I, I pulled out this book today um, that I started reading <clears throat> when I started my self love journey. It's called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. It's an amazing book. Ten out of ten would recommend. I'm probably gonna let you borrow it. Um, I don't want to butcher this quote, but I was I read something that she had said that. 
um, you know, when you're feeling like this, you're, you hate, it's not that you hate yourself, but you hate the thought that you're having about yourself because the thoughts that you have elicit those feelings, right? Mm. And so if you change the thought, then the feelings will change. But how do you change the thought? Yeah. Um. (laughs) Because that's like always lingering in the back of your head. That's where affirmations come into play, right? Um, You have to, I mean, affirmations reprogram your mind. You have to, it's repetitive. It's repetitive. You have to learn how to reframe your thoughts. And it's really funny that I'm talking about this as I'm struggling with it because this is literally something that I coach my clients around is reframing negative thoughts into positive affirmations. And so, I mean, pick, let's try one. Pick a negative thought that you've been having about yourself this week. This week? I'm a bad mom. I think it's just hard because like even though I know I yelled at him and like I like I know that I'm not a bad mom and that's of course my glasses would get stuck in my hair right now um I know that I'm not a bad mom but another situation that happened I'll just make it really quick um I think I spoke about it in the last episode oh my god um I think I spoke about it in the last episode that my like something around my dad or whatever yeah can you help me, please? Oh, I'm like, give me a second, guys. My glasses got stuck around my hair, and it's not looking cute. <laughs> no, keep talking about your dad. Um, but yeah, so um, I spoke about last week how basically my dad was like saying inputs, thank you, to me and Josue, basically like saying, when are you gonna send her back to work, or things like that. So it's like even though I know that I'm not a bad mom, just like comments like that. Mm-hmm. Um make me feel like okay what if i was to go back to work like could we get like like double the income more can we chase our dreams faster like you know like things like that and then i'm like am i a bad mom because i'm not going back to work and i'm not progressing our life in a way or am i a bad mom because i yelled at my kid because i was having a bad day like just things like that so it makes me feel like i'm just a freaking crappy mom even though i know i'm not but yeah. it's the thought right when i'm alone by myself or i'm thinking like throughout the day okay he's watching tv he's been watching tv for more than 30 minutes am i a bad mom like why are those thoughts always in the yeah. back of my head oh my god uh he had two ice creams today god forbid oh my god am i a bad mom like like things yeah. like that you know so well then how can you reframe that i'm a bad mom that thought pops up you have to reframe it with something else i'm i'm still learning you know i'm doing the best that i can with the knowledge that i have yeah you just have to find you know find something right yeah i guess it'll be different depending on the situation of what is making you feel that way yeah no that's true i should do that because like there are times where like he'll be here like just watching tv and even though i am cooking dinner and like i do like that time for myself i still i'm a bad mom because i'm having him cook dinner i mean because i'm like having him watch tv one right but you know that that time is needed for you to fill your cups that you can be a good mom and he could have a healthy meal yeah exactly i and it's like i don't know what would you say is yours what would you say that you should change it into something positive i know i have so many whatever no me too girl that's why i cried i was like which one to choose oh gosh what have i been feeling the most lately it's really just been about like not feeling beautiful like i truly i just like i had that moment today where i was looking at myself and i was like i don't feel beautiful which was a hard one so what would you change it into when you have that negative thought i know i don't know (laughs) you know actually a thought that i had today because i look at iris and i just think she's like the most beautiful girl in the entire world like it doesn't matter if she just woke up her hair is crazy or i brushed her hair like she's freaking beautiful and i was looking at her thinking that and i and i thought you know what i want to look at myself that way like i was a little girl like that right like i'm still i'm still that little girl like on the inside I should be able to look at myself and, and see that. Um, and <laughs> talking about lessons that your kids taught you, that's one that she taught me. Um, but yeah, to reframe that negative thought, 
maybe something like I I am I am still changing or I'm still growing you know this hmm, this is not my final form yeah something like that I guess I like that I used to say that to myself in high school yeah I was like you're all you can only get better from here right and if you get worse then you can only get higher from there yeah I used to say it to that to myself all the time in high school gosh it's so easy like you know to say <laughs> to say yeah. these things but it's the putting it into action it's you really have to be aware of your thoughts and actually want them to change because right now I'm kind of stuck in this thing of like yeah I see the negative thoughts but like I also don't fucking care because like I just I just yeah. want to feel bad like you mm-hmm. get to the point where you just want to feel bad for yeah a moment. it's kind of like you're sad and you listen to sad songs mm-hmm. like you're just doing it to yourself yeah. I was just about to say it's so funny how like I'm over here writing affirmations for Ethan and <laughs> yeah what am I doing for myself exactly exactly <laughs> this is crazy gosh but I mean having kids really makes you like try and be the best version of yourself like they they show you the reflections of like those parts of yourself that you need to work on that you need to change it's it's kind of like how I was telling on study when like we were going for that walk um it's a bible verse don't quote me but it's basically like um be how kids are in the sense of like being carefree and like that goes along with like treat yourself how you would treat your child you know like uh treat them with so much love treat them with so much forgiveness and it's kind of like you have to forgive yourself sometimes you have to love yourself not sometimes all the time you have to love yourself um as they grow up let's say they start to gain weight Mm -hmm. they're like the chubby kid in school are you gonna be the like you need to lose weight let's put you into practices no you're gonna show them love you're gonna be like you're gonna grow into that body you're probably gonna have abs like for god knows you know so it's like treat them the same way that you yeah treat yourself that's a good lesson to take away from all this i think i'm gonna write that down later so yeah. i can remember it man i was just like listening to you talk about all the things that you've been doing you know like doing youtube and doing you know you've been doing your pilates your potty training your single mothering like but also <laughs> where's the rest <laughs> Where is the rest? Because it's so easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm like such a badass bitch. Like I'm a mom. I'm doing it all. But like, but you're not resting. And that's literally when eat the naps. I'm editing. Like, and I'm literally. And now I want to start doing like TikTok content and doing all this. And I literally started editing for all that stuff. Like. And, like, I love that about me because before I had Ethan, I was always doing something. Always doing something. And I felt like when Ethan came, it gave me time to rest, especially during COVID. Like, I had no, I had nothing to do but rest. And now, and I, I've heard this all my life, is, like, when I get into something, I get into it really heavy. When I get into friendships, I get into it really heavy. When I get into podcasting, I'm like, okay, we need to come up with this. Like, when I get into, like, I've done that with mm-hmm. every part of my life besides Ethan besides my relationship with Josue like I love them on I give I give all of them I give all of me to them but not in the sense of what I give to other people mm-hmm. and Josue is always telling me that is like like that's how you're hurting yourself even more like you give yourself to everyone to every little piece of you but then when it comes to your family you like you don't know when to like like yeah. in a sense like chill out like you don't know like like I don't even know how to explain it like into words maybe someone hearing this knows what I'm saying but like I just give too much and I don't give enough to myself Mm -hmm. and it's like I realize that but yeah I don't do anything to change it yeah I journal about it I'm like yeah but I don't do anything to change it um and that's something that like just one day will come like I I I lately and I said it in a video that I'm uploading tomorrow a little plug but I said it in the video yes in the video that's coming out tomorrow that I've just been really trying to like get back to my source and by my source I mean God because I noticed that when I slip away from him my life just goes to crap and I've noticed that every single time every time my life has always been bad or I've, I've been depressed or I feel like what the hell's going on it's because I've lost that sense of like communication with him like prayer with him like doing what I have to do to be to be good yeah to be to be in I don't know communication with him I don't yeah. know but lately um even though I know that I just still haven't been doing it and I don't know what's wrong like that's me that's me I like especially you like you know the tools like you teach the tools right but why are you not taking the I know 
No, and it's the same thing. Like, I could say the same exact words for word, except that I won't <laughs> say God. But you know, I, like, I haven't been doing the work. I haven't. I haven't been out there meditating on my porch. But wh- like, wh- I haven't been like, journaling. But why? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm like hoping you give me an answer. So I know. <laughs> no, I wish I knew. I don't know. I really don't know. I think that like I just have this tendency to I do really good and then I feel good so then I stop doing things we and then I feel about bad. That, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm feeling bad. <laughs> no, I need to get back to doing the things, but like I need to find that balance. Yeah. I need to find that balance. I sometimes try to imagine my life like as a circle, mm-hmm. split up into different categories. You have like home, religion or spirituality, friendship, you know, love life, children, you know, self-care all whatever different areas of your life and if you were to kind of fill it out like on a one to ten and one to ten and scale everything and kind of just see like how it all balances out i put most of my energy into i don't know it would be all over the fucking place (laughs) i think my self-care would be at a two and you know maybe my motherhood would be like at a seven i've been really like on it with iris and stuff my home probably would be like at a four or something it hasn't been very clean i haven't been up on the home stuff um and so i don't know sometimes it helps me to like visualize things like that so i can see like okay these areas i'm doing really well but like these areas i have really low scores in so maybe i need to put more focus like into those areas to kind of like balance things out more yeah i am while you were talking i was trying to picture like when i felt like i was giving enough to myself Mm -hmm. And I was giving enough to everyone, like, just equally. And when I felt, like, really good, and it was, like, a couple months before I moved here, every time so I would come home, I, I think I told you, like, I would do, like, a girls' night with other moms, yeah. and we would take one night out of the month. But this is when Josue was working two weeks only out of the month. We would take one day out of the month and, like, leave the guys with the kids at night, let them do the whatever, and we would, like, go out and, like, just have fun. And I remember coming back, and even it, it was just for a couple of hours, I remember coming back and feeling even better. Like, I was a better girlfriend, I was a better mom, I was just a better self the very next day. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I had that refresh. Yeah. And I was just thinking about it this morning that I need to start doing that again. Whether it's with, I, I, well, two things I was thinking about. That I need to start doing that again with just moms in general because it's good to have fellowship and have mm-hmm. people to have in common things with but also i need to do it with myself so when he comes back i need to start taking myself out on dates more so i could find myself again because i feel like i don't know who i am without i'm starting to peek back into i don't know who i am without being a mom without being a swiss girlfriend Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like if i want to start doing independent projects i need to find who i am again because i can't be dependent on other people yeah so those are two things that you guys are hearing at first that i haven't even told Josue, but those are two things that are not going to pass by me no more that i have to have time for myself when he comes back to take myself out on a date whether it's sitting in a coffee shop and just journaling listening to music or actually going out and eating somewhere or doing something and then second is having a community of friendships that we could actually go out on monthly or like whatever it is i just have to do those two things because i know that if i've done it before and it's made me feel good i could do it again yeah so you just made me think about that when you're talking about the circling no that stuff is so important yeah that stuff is so important like God, I, f- I feel that. Like, you kind of lose yourself in motherhood. You really do. You really do. And you, <laughs> you forget really who do. you were. Like, you were a whole-ass person, a whole-ass woman before that. Yeah. With your own interests. Like, you would just get up and go. Go do things. Sometimes I forget, like, what did you do before you had a kid? Yeah. Because your life sometimes, especially me, like, my life's 24-7 around Ethan. And, like, when you asked me earlier, like, when do you have time for yourself? I'm like, when? <laughs> yeah. When do I sit down and breathe? Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, why don't we shift this over? I know you said what you learned from uh, being Iris's mom or from ha- having Iris is just learning to love yourself and give yourself grace the same way that you would give Iris grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I said something wrong, but I didn't. Um, so what is some stuff you've learned from parenting besides that one? Um, I actually I made a video about it today because oh, I, I was thinking about it. I, I, I saw that yeah. you uploaded it, but I haven't uh-huh. watched it yet. <laughs> um, oh, my YouTube? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't mention it in there. That YouTube was kind of like, so I was talking about kind of like my emotional health and stuff. Oh, a lot okay. of the stuff that I talked about here. But on Instagram, I did. Um, I was cooking with Iris mm-hmm. the other day, and I took a video of her. And I, <laughs> this is like such a big thing that I've had to learn was like, 
how to let go of control mm. because you know it's so easy for me to like watch her we were making what were we doing pigs in a blanket and so I was having her like put the little sausage down and like roll it up Aww. and you know watching her like roll it into like weird shapes or it's like falling out she's taking bites it's like it doesn't look how it's supposed to look mm-hmm. and me I want to go and I want to fix everything and yeah. like make it great but like what's the point of that mm-hmm. I was just watching her and watching her figure it out and having fun mm-hmm. and like the lesson that I learned from that was that things don't have to play out the way that I would do them. Yeah. Right? Like, she's going to have her own way of doing things. She's going to figure it out for herself. She's going to walk her own path. And it's not up to me to make sure that she follows in my path, that she does things exactly how I would do them. Um, But it is up to me to guide her as she goes onto whatever path that she does choose. Um, And so, yes, just relinquishing that control that, like, you know, things have to be done the way that I would do them. Yeah. I think I think every parent has to learn that lesson. Especially I feel like right now, like in their prime when they're like about to be two or like from two to five when they're actually like doing things. Mm-hmm. You kinda like Hosois like not to put him like on the day, but Hosois the same way, like he's like, Ethan, that's not how you do it. And I'm like, but he it, your way is not the right way. Right. Because if you think about it, there's other adults that do the exact same thing that we do, but they do it all completely mm-hmm. different, you know? Um, yeah, so that's a good lesson. I don't know when I, I learned that lesson, but I know I've I've learned that yeah. lesson. Um, I have a couple because I just brought this up to Kendra before we started the podcast. So I'm just going to go through them. Yes. And then you can say if you agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first one is parenting is not a one size fits all. Oh, for sure. Um, I feel like that's just, you're hitting the hammer. Um, the next one is putting my mental health first is not selfish. Yeah, that's something he's taught me, and I'm yet still learning. Yeah, um, fed will always be best. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then it's okay to miss who you were before you became parents. Yeah, I struggled writing that down because I'm like, does that make me a bad person? Think it doesn't make it doesn't saying that isn't saying like, oh, I I wish I wasn't a mom. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's how I felt when I was writing. <laughs> yeah, no, because of course not. Like being a mother is the most amazing thing like obviously we wouldn't change that for the world but yeah of course I miss like being able to get up and just like go to Target whenever I wanted and walk around with ease and not have to go chase around a toddler like (laughs) just to do stuff like that oh yeah I miss that all the time um (laughs) my other one was I don't have to let motherhood define me Mm -hmm. and there's no right or wrong way to sleep train oh yeah yeah, because I feel like when I was starting to sleep train, I was like, why, why, why does nobody, like, why is everybody not doing sleep training? It's the best thing ever. But I have friends that didn't, <clears throat> that didn't do sleep train, and their child still sleeps the same amount of Ethan or less or more, whatever. Um, I've seen parents that still sleep with their children in the crib at night until they fall asleep and then they sneak out, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, you do whatever works best for you yeah. and your family. So that's what I've learned yeah. so far that I've written down. Probably is more, but that's just what oh, I've I'm learned sure. so far. Um, I have like this thing that um, I think I said it that like I write something down for every season of my life. Yes. And literally, I think two, three episodes back, I said, "Oh, this is what I've learned. So, like, this is what I'm taking with me in my new season." But at the time. I thought I was doing good, but I was just pushing down my feelings until this new season. Mm-hmm. So now this new season of my life, I've come up with so much of being a mother is healing my inner child. Yes. Because I feel like everyone knows like, oh my God, like I'm going to do better than my parents. But I'm noticing right now in this, in this moment, right now on this Monday night, that the way I felt when I yelled at Ethan and the way that he felt is the same way I felt when my parents mm-hmm. used to do that to me. And it's like, okay, it's not only do you have to heal yourself so you could be a better mother, and that doesn't just be, like, forgiving. Because I used to feel like sometimes healing would be if you forgave someone. But that doesn't mean anything because I could easily be like, I forgive you. And even though I really sometimes do feel like I do forgive someone for doing harm to me, it's still, like, there, you know? So, like, healing for me is just, like, it just takes time sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm just I, 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 I'm just stuck if I'm being honest like I don't know how to heal my inner child if I yet can't heal it as an adult mm-hmm. like yeah. I'm like like my dad has done my parents have done so much harm to me and even though I love them 
I'm in a situation now where I don't even know if I even want them in my child's life, if I'm being completely honest. I, it's, it's hard because I love them and they're my parents and they're my parents. But how do you, mm-hmm. I feel like anything that has to involve family, especially like immediate family with a grandchild, is just hard in general. But yeah, like where do you draw the line with certain yeah. things? Yeah, I mean it's hard, but you can love somebody from a distance. From a distance, absolutely. But when it comes to my child, what yeah. do I do? You do what's best for your child. And if that means, I mean, if that means you having to put animosities aside because you know what's best for your child is him having that unconditional love from your parents. But, right? You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? No. Okay. I mean unconditional love from my parents. Do they love him unconditionally? Do they shower him with love? They don't? I think I give off this persona of my parents because I never want anyone to see them in like a light that I see them or mm-hmm. Josue sees them. Yeah. But if I'm being completely honest, no. Okay. And Diablo. I was just having this conversation with Josue yesterday where we were like, where do we draw the line? Because I never want Ethan to grow up and have Josue's side of the family super involved. And then one day he's like, where's your side like mm-hmm. you know and my side of the family is literally my mom and my dad yeah literally just my mom and my dad and i think that's what hurts so much is knowing that if i cut them loose then i'm and not mm-hmm. even cut them loose like in the sense of like i'm never talking to you again but like not checking up as as much like you know because like i've done that all these years and obviously like they're just not reciprocating it but it's like i never want him to be like oh dang like you know or have them ever say anything to him that makes it seem like I did it or I was the mm-hmm. one that caused them not to have a relationship yeah. with him you know and that's where it's hard for me to draw a line because I love my parents mm-hmm. and I don't blame them for the way that they had to do what they had to do because like parenting doesn't come with a book and also adoption doesn't come with a book when a child's not yours but yeah but I mean also you know you can only go so long with you being the only one trying to like keep Literally. that relationship alive. You sound just like this way. Yeah. I don't know. And at the end of the day, you know, I mean, my my family, like on my dad's side and my mom's side, I don't really know them. Right? Yeah. Like we're not close at all. And I think that the important thing is that as Ethan grows up and if you don't have that relationship like you want with your parents, I mean, just don't talk badly about them oh yeah you know? no, yeah never like yeah i think that's probably the main thing yeah. would just be like to yeah we still love them but like they just they don't talk as much as Josue's family does like yeah you know yeah i don't know because i know like when i like when i was growing up i would always be like oh like where's my grandma my grandpa like you know like everyone's just so distant mm-hmm. um and it's not my fault like, i mean that's the family i was I got yeah. picked into whatever, but um, I know that he will have those thoughts because I had those thoughts. Um, but I also know that he will have answers because I never had answers. Like right. nobody was ever as like communicating with me as much as I will and already mm-hmm. have been communicating with Ethan. So I don't know. I guess just you just take it day by day with yeah. parenting. Yeah, and he'll know because you'll tell him that it has nothing to do with him. Yeah, it has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with your parents yeah i even feel like healing my inner child just has to do with like protecting my peace and i just feel like i haven't been protecting my yeah my peace like i i feel like i've i just have been having this shield over my life where it's like i'm i I want everything to be like happy and rainbows and whatever but it's starting to come down and like okay like these are the problems you have you have to start to deal with them because you're only getting older and you're you're not 18 no more like you're not 19 like you're a mother now and it's okay to have problems but you need to learn how to start to deal with them Mm -hmm. because now your child is getting older and like that whole situation just made me realize ethan's getting older and kids are starting to understand a lot more than what we perceive they think yeah what we think they understand absolutely so yeah and i think that a lot of healing your inner child is about setting those boundaries yeah you know i mean i kind of think about like the times when you were a child and you know you felt scared or you felt bad and it's a lot of times those boundaries were crossed and you didn't know how to speak up for yourself and so i think that speaking up for yourself now 
is in a way healing that inner child yeah you're right but I also think it just comes down to self-love too at the end Which of the day I, don't I think, have I think <laughs> love is the cure all <laughs> that's so funny I'm like I don't have any of that right now I know I'm starting to but it's just hard yeah it is hard it's a cycle it comes and goes <laughs> Anything We're else so to say? depressing this episode. I know. That's why I said I'm sorry. This is not going to be a regular episode in, in, in the beginning. Yeah, but you know what? This is what we're going through. And this is obviously something that everybody goes through. It's yeah. a cycle. But we'll keep you guys updated with how we're doing. I like that we have this platform because, like, I don't think we've ever, like, BS anything. Yeah. I feel like anything mm-hmm. we felt every week, we've been honest. Yeah. This week, we've been a little extra honest because we've both just been holding in so much. <laughs> Um, I need to do better. I need to talk about things yeah, as they're sweetie. happening. Yeah, sweetie. It's so hard for me. My default is like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do anything today. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, when Josue asks me, I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, I just start crying immensely. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's something that you have to deal with. It is. Like, where does that come from that you feel like... like is there like a certain like memory that you remembered like there's a couple memories i was always the friend that was the listener i've always been the listener oh that sucks Mm -hmm. if you can't tell i've always been the talk (laughs) (laughs) and you see how well i listen yeah i've always been the listener yeah my friends always came to me with their problems i remember my best friend growing up um lived a couple houses down the street from me and i i was having such a bad time i don't even know like what was happening but we were younger maybe in like eighth grade and I went over to her house to talk about it and I was crying and I wanted to talk to her and she was just looking in the mirror, getting dressed and she'd be like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does this belt look cute? Like, do I look like, but does my hair look good? And just cutting me down. So I felt like, okay, no. my problems don't matter. Like, and Aww. then I just stopped trying to talk about it. That and sucks. so I think that kind of carried over to just me feeling like, you know, people like don't want to hear about my problems. Like, I feel like I'm a burden if I talk about my problems. Like, I'd rather just be the listener and the person to, like, give guidance. And then you're falling apart inside. Yeah. Yeah, that's a perfect balance. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, my God. I've got it all together. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's... it's <laughs> should I say this? I don't know, like, even when you were going through, like, the miscarriage, and I was like, if you ever want to leave Iris here or whatever, I'm like, why is she, like, throughout the week, I was like, why is she not taking advantage of this? Like, it... When I was having the miscarriage, I would have died for someone yeah. different, even though I probably would have not did it. But I'm like, I'm like, I know, I'm I feel like, like the burden. You don't have if I'm literally telling you, yeah, and I love you as a friend. Like I'm able, to, I feel not so much anymore after the boundaries were set. But I feel like if I needed to go to your house for something, and I immediately like needed to go there. I know that I could go. Do yeah. you feel that way here? Yes, I do. Do you? I do. I really do. Okay. But I feel like knowing me, I would do everything in my power to not have to come to somebody for help. Yeah, you see, one thing about me, if I need someone, you gonna know. <laughs> not me. And I love that. I, I can't fall apart by my. You. I cannot fall apart by myself. Thank God for Josue. Like even yesterday was it or mm-hmm. saturday or whenever it was like when i called you like talked to you like yeah like about my dad i at least first texted you first like oh like are you busy or whatever you probably thought that it was like for a play date but when yeah when i like and that was because i could not talk to me and i and i knew that ethan was about to wake up soon and if i didn't like talk it out or mm-hmm. whatever like i was gonna go back to my old ways yeah so i needed to talk to someone whether it was for like 10 minutes or something yeah but it, it meant a lot even if you don't think it did because if you didn't pick up the phone or text me back i I would have dropped it. <laughs> oh, no. I would have dropped it. But yeah. Oh gosh. Wow. I wonder what this the rest of this week will look like for us. I think that we should maybe like set some goals for ourselves, to, like try and help us like get out of this kind of shit funk that we're in. Um, mine is setting affirmations, like doing what you said. Doing the reframing. Yes, because that is especially when it comes to Ethan that's what like I do a lot is yeah like, am I being like a mom did he spend too much TV like and that's so dumb because I've been doing so great with TV time but just this last week was really hard for me even today like me setting um the goal last night and I was telling him so I was like I'm gonna be better I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and I'm gonna be better and I was exactly that like I woke up today he peed on the potty we started the day off well even though he peed a couple times like around the floor I was able to like 
mm-hmm. I'm fine. Like we didn't. I think we watched TV today for like thirty minutes, and yeah. that is like, that's like okay. Like it's not a big deal. But for my family, the way my kid functions, TV is just not a good thing. Um, so for me to him only watch TV for thirty minutes, that was like great for us. Like we played yeah. with bubbles. Like so doing that makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna write it on my fridge so I could see it every single day. Because it's really bad seeing your kid look at you that way yeah. and having that stick in your memory forever. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Is that the only thing you're going to do is reframe? That and start to the same way that I plan for YouTube videos and podcasts and whatever. I'm going to plan when Josue comes back, when I'm going to take time for myself and when I'm going to take out a friend. Yes. What about well, you? we did already talk about that. that yes, we did. Like yes, thing. I did. What okay. a, those are my two things That's as good. of right now. Okay. Um, Mine is going to be to get back on to, like, my spiritual practices. Yes, please, sweetie. Yeah. Because when I met you, you were at your prime. (laughs) I I need you to be back on your Amazon Prime. Yeah, I need to do that. I I think that my goals, because literally when I feel the best is when I am doing my spiritual practices. I'm meditating and journaling every day. Um, And when I am not on my phone as much, I've been consuming a lot of social media. I haven't been posting. I actually deactivated my... Instagram. Oh, you did? Excuse me. For a few days, um, because it was like, it was just making me feel like shit. That's Um, good. Yeah. So to just consume less social media, um, and do my spiritual practices. But I feel like I need. I feel like I need something else. Maybe I'll just also. Why why don't we do weekly check-ins? Yeah. Without podcasts or anything. Mm -hmm. Like just. Why do I feel like crying? Like this is what I'm saying. Like. I talk, but my mind is thinking 300 different things, and then I start to cry. But why don't we do weekly check-ins? I like that idea. Like, maybe, let's say, because your weekend ends, your weekend starts Thursday? No. My work week starts on Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. What am I talking about? Your week, your work week ends Sunday. Yeah. So, Sunday night, mm-hmm. whether you're at, before you go to family dinner, if you do we'll do like a check-in i like that I where you that. you could come over or if not we could just facetime real mm-hmm. quick and be like how are you really doing yeah are you doing okay do you need anything from me do you need me to take iris do you want me to take ethan tomorrow for the-? like just things yes. like that you know i think that will help starting it off because yeah. then you have you have to talk exactly. you can't just keep it in. that's what i was thinking i love that <laughs> yeah okay that'll be great for me you guys just I got insight that. knowing that on sunday nights <laughs> we'll be doing our check-ins i just love that it's like for so long i haven't had like a friendship like this i've just like when i moved away from here i didn't have friends like i made friends at work but i never hung out with anybody yeah for the past like five or six years um and so i've been craving just like asking oh i just like i need sisterhood i need this community that's what i've been praying for for god knows but then we have it and like we don't use it we don't use it yeah i know god's laughing in my face right now god's like what are you doing um you know what i learned too now that you said friends i realize the power that i give to the word friends like me and josue do like do this thing now where we don't call people friends like we call them acquaintances because i've realized how much like if i like let's say okay like a work friend is like a like a work friend i guess mm-hmm. but like my work friend like yeah like that's my friend and i'm like go back like i only see you probably on a holiday party and you're not my friend yeah. like a friend is someone that you could call and talk to um i put you more in the category of like bestie but um i tell everyone yeah like my bestie can do it but because uh, that's like kind of equivalent to like a best friend for me but yeah friends hold too much too much power for me especially because i've been hurt by too many friends so i'm just yeah. like acquaintance yeah like those those peasants like <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i see what you're saying and i do call people my friends but i'm also like i'm so um picky i guess or particular about who i open up to yeah like i don't i don't share things with people i really don't <laughs> but we know that. yeah i know you <laughs> obviously <laughs> oh lordy oh, Wow. So I love that. Thank you for offering the weekly check-ins. I think that's going to be really You're helpful. You're welcome. I feel like if we just kept on doing this, I feel like we weren't going... Like, we would probably grow from it, but it wouldn't be, I don't know, better or faster if we actually had some, like, just someone to talk to. Yeah. And I want to make sure that, like, when we do that, and this is even for myself, 
like we're being completely honest because sometimes even when i am having deep conversations with people i won't tell them how i'm actually feeling so Mm -hmm. i want to make sure like we actually keep each other accountable yeah and making sure like hey if you're not fine you could speak up and it's fine because obviously not, we're not going to judge each other. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh, is my belt cute with this outfit? Like, I, I'm going <laughs> to want to listen to you. <laughs> Thank you. But oh I think that's it for this week's episode. Um, <laughs> it's been a real one, sweetie. It has. I, I can keep I going. This week is better. I think, I think if we do the things, then this week should be better. Yeah, but. this this week has already been, um, it's only Monday, but it's already been a lot better from here. Um I'm already planning on like starting my next set of vlogs. <laughs> to be honest with you, that's because girl. Yeah, I'm just like I. You do what makes you happy. I got to. I got to. But okay, guys, <laughs> thanks so much for being on this depressed train with us. Um, hopefully, next week we are coming to you a lot better. Um, but yeah, you guys have a restful week and take care of yourselves. Give yourself some self care and love. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. It is. It is. Peace out and love (laughs) from (laughs) K&D.